Gab and Girl Time contains explicit sexually mature themes and is intended for a mature audience. The opinions expressed here do not necessarily reflect the views of any platforms, sponsors, or social media. damn time <laughs> hello today is august 2nd and welcome to gavin girl time Man, it has been a while the last time i edited an episode it was like may 2nd or i'm sorry may 30th was the last episode no i don't think that was done. the last episode or that's the last time you edited one i think that's the last time i heard one on our spotify yeah, it was a long like time. Like the one that you just Released. posted. Yeah. yeah it was it's been a while. it was crazy. But reunited and it feels so good. It is fun. We're a bunch of busy bitches. Yeah, not sad right about now. it. <laughs> Dang. You say that, but several times in this last episode, <laughs> you said, I'm going to cut this out, but you didn't. You left it. I did, it. and I left it in there. Yes. So. Because you said, you were like, leave it in there. Yeah, I mean, it didn't <laughs> say anything bad. And it just seems like, yes, we are talking about people, because that's what we do. We're talking. So people in our circle, we're It's in our name. Talk we're about gabbing. It. Yeah, we're gabbing. Gals. Oh, my God, Gail. Aliens so, are real. Yes, I know. <laughs> but wait, the government just said that aliens for are real, so you know it has to be true. Of course, because I trust my government implicitly. Oh my Everything gosh. they say. I, you know, sometimes. You know what I've been I really wish into? I got more joy in being correct about things, but I don't. And I don't know where you stand on this, because I don't know if we've ever really talked about it, but I've been deep in 9-11 deep <laughs> uh, what does that have to do with aliens well every time they lose a bunch of money or they just can't find it i don't know we lost track of two trillion dollars i have no idea where the fuck it went yeah so when they that's yeah, not the yeah. first time though no i mean no we're in, we're all the time double digit trillions how much have they lost? How much have they lost now to get out there and say, hey, aliens are real. We can't show you anything that we've got. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> we can't show you the bodies that we got. We can't Kinda let like you the know landing. that they, uh, we've stolen tech from other countries and they've stolen tech from us. You know, they're all jerking each other off. I mean, well, yeah. all of them. Hence, where do you think Circle Jerk came from? Pretty sure it started when they... In ass- Bohemian Grove? Well, no, before <laughs> that, it's been around... I watched a video on that today about uh, Jekyll Island. And they were talking about how that was like the Bohemian Grove of the South. Or on the other side mm-hmm. of... 
And if you don't know what Bohemian Grove is, it's this place outside of uh, San Francisco, right? Yep, in California. Yeah, and uh, where the elite go to like in jerk the each other off. Mountains. Yes, there's a big, huge owl. They go there to worship Moloch, the owl, and uh, they do quote mock sacrifices. It's weird because women are allowed there, but not after dark. This is why back earlier on in our episodes, this is what makes the joke way more funny the more you know about it. When I said, of course, they couldn't elect a female president or Hillary (laughs) president because they don't allow women in Bohemian Grove. And that's where all the presidents and the elite that's where the world elite come to plan jerk each other off and plan the demise (laughs) But they were talking about Jekyll Island being that and how they would uh, sacrifice babies yeah. on an altar and yeah, drink their blood. The mock sacrifice. Yeah. Yes. So a lot of dignitaries and then a lot of sex with young boys and boys. And the thing is, is it's bipartisan. You know, here's uh, what I Obama's was... been there. Right. Reagan's been there. Uh, Nixon's been there. Uh, freaking... Hillary and um, so how Bill are we? have been there, but Hillary had to leave before sundown. Oh, wow. Interesting. That's when wow. the hookers and blow come in. Yeah. So I had been thinking about this the other day. Information. Why are we learning all this shit so freely and openly and fast and everything? Like the because pops. of because <laughs> of the internet, right? Because of that flow of information. Yes. Now, which heralded um, the end times in the biblical Bible <laughs> of Daniel, when the information when became real relevant. So that's why everybody went off their rocker in the two thousands that the world was going to end. Remember that. Oh, yeah, Y2K. Y2K. Yeah. Did you watch The Righteous Gemstones? We're getting off topic here, but I want to talk about that, too. Have you watched the new season? I am. I don't know. Okay. You haven't finished it, then. I have not finished the season, I don't think. Unless the kids saving them with the um, Bigfoot truck. (laughs) No, I think there's two more episodes. Okay. That's where I'm I can't. I can't talk about it anymore. Okay, then don't. Don't. You'll absolutely fucking love it, though. I'm sure I All will. Anyway, <laughs> so information flowing freely, right? Um, how are we getting to know this so fast? Why is paper to pen not a thing anymore? You well, know, why trying, are they, try- they're why trying, are they to trying to, get- to eradicate it or not right. let you read cursive? The conspiracy theory on the not doing cursive anymore because everybody sees everything in print on typewriter print, even though you can script or whatever, is so that they can't read the original Constitution. I know that. I find that interesting. Or original documents. You get rid of the books or you transfer all the records. Really what I was referring to was records. So you transfer all the records to digital, right? Yes. And then everything crashes. Yeah. Yeah, and then all that information is lost. Books that people have written, Mm -hmm. you know. Gone. All of that. All of it. Gone. And that's why they're trying to get rid of the books. So much, too. They have been. People, what I'm saying is, write pen to paper. Right and left forever. 
And yeah, I mean, I know that it's funny, but I can't process unless it's longhand. I have to write out all of my sets. These young kids, they have such an edge because, you know, they have their computer in their pockets. I mean, I do too. I just haven't right. utilized it. And I have to have print that's five and a half miles Are there long. comedians that, and I, this puts me off. But are there comedians that you have met who strictly like look at their phone for for the jokes? Yeah, they're usually they're newer. Yeah, you know, um, new at comedy, but yeah, they'll have their phone with them a lot of times. A lot of times they put it on the stool and look at it, you know, kind of look over at it so that they remember their set list and where they are, you know. Um, so there are a couple comics that do strictly look at their phone, and it's almost as if they're reading it off their phone that's directly. What, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about somebody that just kind of puts it there and goes, you know, maybe they forgot something or, yeah. like you said, I mean, there are, but long. I think they're new at that. I don't know many that I'm just wondering if that's going to be a stick. thing that people aren't going to, like, memorize stuff you know yeah things anymore you already have you know movie sets tv sets everything's on a teleprompter and, and like, yeah i don't I know. mean i don't know either it, well comedy is an art form so who knows there are people that will utilize that but i think that successful comics will always be able to make it like it's a conversation even if they're entertaining you the whole time, you know? And Are we too old yes. to <laughs> for whatever to deal saying. with this bullshit? Don't you think that every generation thinks that the <laughs> world is ending, though? Well, sure. You know? I mean, yeah. yeah, because it seems like how bad can it be in each generations like well hold my beer it just gets worse yeah and worse and we try to make it better there's some things that do get better but the flow of information the problem is incorrect information people who you know don't get satire or understand nuance or things being a joke yeah but who's got Who's got correct information? Well, that's the thing. And, you know, the mainstream well, this media is how definitely you collapse everything because yeah. if you can, you know, trust no one, then you know there's no way you're going to work together. There's no way that you're going to. Are you ready? Uh, do whatever. Yeah, Where, aren't we still talking about stuff we were talking about? Am I ready for what the <laughs> end times? I ain't gonna make it. <laughs> I mean, well, I know, no, no, I'm saying if, if for a lot everything, of if everything shuts down, like, let's say the power grid goes down. Are you ready? Yeah. I mean, I would do better than a lot of people. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I'm not prepper ready by any stretch of the imagination, but I am not. Oh, um, me either. I asked my husband, I said, do you have a plan for like, you know, that I would. That I do. It's just I don't have like a year's worth of staples put up. Yeah. But that's not, I mean, I. Um, I'm ready to go have live out. always had stuff. Yeah, yeah, we are too. I mean, I'm ready. Disgusted. And just have a commune, you know, of people that we love and trust and everybody work together and, you know. 
Yeah, well. Have our little town. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole burner dream, mm-hmm. you know, that you're with people who are creative and ingenious enough and who are, you know, radically self-reliant and all bring something to the table, which is kind of interesting because, you know. So aliens are real and Barbie makes men very, very mad. We went to go see the Barbie movie last week. Yes, we did. I knew we had to talk about Barbie. I knew it. uh, I thought it was wonderful. I was smiling the entire time until I was crying and I missed my mom. Mm -hmm. Is that why you were crying? That you missed your mom? Mm, I missed a lot of things. I did too. I missed my mom and I missed playing Barbies with my girls. Ah, yeah. I was never a big Barbie fan. And Sarah, I mean, just in general, I would make, make things for Barbie. That's what I like to do. My mom sold jewelry. And had a bunch of cool boxes and stuff that it came in. So I like to make couches and chairs mm-hmm. and yep. mirrored floors and, you know, whatever. But I didn't really care about, like, dressing her up and having all the Barbie stuff. But I had an older brother who was doing way cooler stuff, you know, way cooler than dolls. Like, yeah. I grew out of dolls fast is all I'm going to say. And so... uh but Sarah liked them, but she really loved some Polly Pockets and stuff like that. So I kind of missed that. Feels like all that's around on brand for that age. Yeah, mm-hmm. it feels like that's on brand for that age. Yeah. So um, anyway, the uh, however, Barbie is an icon and been part of our lives forever. I love Barbie, and I loved. I had the airplane and the Barbie mm-hmm. house. I mean, I did have. Oh, you were rich Barbies. then. <laughs> We were not at all. So I'm. <laughs> so <laughs> we always. I mean, it was just my sister and I. We had Barbies everywhere and had all the accessories and everything. Never really had the house that I wanted. That A-frame, uh, '70s dream house yes. that it came out. Um, but my granny would do their hair. She would make outfits for them. You know, it was just a thing yeah. and then your granny and your mama loved the barbies and they loved, the barbies. loved the barbies and i was an Which avid collector for a little while i still have my gone with the wind barbies and i have personal barbies that i play with uh with charlotte nice but i yeah i totally got charlotte into barbies yeah i didn't hate yeah. them at all i had i loved the hair barbies and i loved a chrissy i had a chrissy doll that i loved yes but i like this head styling barbie remember that Yes. I got one of those. You were also rich. I did not have one of those. It was not. (laughs) Let me tell you, we were not at all. The thing was, is we were, that was like Christmas stuff and like the gift. You know what I mean? Right. This was not. The big gift. Yes. Yeah, for sure. But at the time that I was getting those, I did come from uh, three adults living in the house. My grandmother lived with us and I had two parents that were in there working. So probably seemed rich. Even though we were not. but And I had a Dolly Parton doll that was, you know, supposed to be like Barbie. But she was built very different. And she had her own clothes. And she could not wear Barbie's clothes. She could wear Ken's clothes, but not Barbie's. And then I had a Cher doll. Uh, That was one of my favorites. Yeah. And she was 
Also, she could not wear Barbie's clothes because she was taller, just like maybe by an inch or two. Well, yeah. Yeah. And she had to have all her own clothes. Of course. So my granny would just make those. Yes. You know, but a Bob Mackey share doll. Can you imagine Mm. if you had that today? I know. I'm sure that they made one. I still have my Gone with the Wind Barbies. I mean, I don't know... I really haven't checked how much they're worth, but those aren't things that you keep because I mean I'm sure they are worth something a lot unless they go ahead and cancel Gone with the Wind for good <laughs> or whatever. Who knows? But um, it's the thing that you have because you love it, not because you think it's going to be worth something, and then it may end up being worth ridiculous money. You know, it's like that TikTok that you sent me about the geese. Even though we're going to talk about Barbie again, because we're going to talk about the misogyny with Barbie. But right now we're going down Nostalgia Road. You better circle back you to Barbie. You sent me the TikTok of the girl with the goose, like, in the kitchen. She was talking about country a kitchen. late 80s, <laughs> early 90s kitchen aesthetic. Yes. Which was um, a lot of sunflowers with the checker. Yeah, that board. was definitely mid nineties. Um, what was the Roosters. first one? Yes, a rooster kitchen. The a, rooster kitchen, the hat cow kitchen. It was all theme. And it was all kitchen. farm. That yeah. was two thousands. Was Tuscany was the beginning of two thousands. I remember. And then the because Ivy kitchen was that way. Ivy was nineties. I had an Ivy kitchen. And I just loved the color green at that time. Mm-hmm. So, all, all right, what did you think you of the movie? I liked the movie. It was kitschy like Barbie. I think that it was funny in Barbie world. It was all about the Barbie, which is what Barbie was designed for. Exactly. In Barbie, real life Barbie world of imagination from Mattel as a young girl... Can, you can do anything. Yes. You can be anything. She could. She was women's lib for the 50s and 60s. So why are starting men so fucking upset about it? Because in... Because they're not the center of the fucking universe. They literally universe. realized that in Barbie world, the thing, the one thing that they had been sexualizing the doll that they sexualized and jerked off to when their little sisters had their dolls and whatever the that ken is just the accessory mm-hmm. even though the joke has always been about barbie ken being gay and barbie you know fucking gi joe yeah, right right you know what i mean and so but ken literally is because somebody in mattel said, oh, we should marry off Barbie, so we need to get her another Ken doll. And then also, I am sure that many people who got the joke and were campy were like, yeah, let's get a Ken doll (laughs) that we can dress up and make hip and, you know, look how we want to. And 70s fashion, if you go look at, just 70s fashion alone men's fashion took a lot of chances in the late 60s and early 70s it was a are lot you of saying fun. it's very gay and not in the gay gay way but in the happy way both Ken ways was always happy and always gay 
all the 70s were gay. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you know, like, anyway. Short shorts, cut off tank tops. Yes, platform shoes. These yeah. are what your cis straight men were wearing. <laughs> Leisure Shirts suits. unbuttoned all the way down. Chains. You know, yeah. it was hairy chest, Burt Reynolds. It was look at me, look Everything, at me, look at me. Yes. Check me out. My striped pants, very peacock. peacock. Yes. So, anyway, I uh, I love Barbie. I love that she got real because she started thinking about real world issues. Well, the thing about that was when, all right, so you're assuming that the Barbie that is connected to the little girl or to the teenage girl or middle school age, whatever. Yes connected to her but it's not it's connected yes. to her well, mom and that was her mommy who haven't seen barbie yet uh who cares if you haven't seen barbie sorry <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about the movie <laughs> we're there will breaking be, it down there's okay. spoilers there will be spoilers of the barbie movie yeah, fair warning yeah i'll put a warning on the description <laughs> yes but right, now that that's out of the way. I mean, it's connected I'm sure to her our listeners and her have already feelings, watched Barbie. Which but. I just now realized that the mother, her husband, because you really don't see him that much. And when you do, it's just kind of, he's an accessory like Ken. Because mm-hmm. I thought she was a single mother. You know, I just kind of assumed and didn't even see yes. him. He's just trying to inappropriately learn her language (laughs) and customs. (laughs) Yes, but he just, he's in the background being supportive. Mm -hmm. Like what the so-called alpha males hate is they call that a beta male. And what they really hate with women as we have decided, you know what? I don't want to just be an accessory or they have already okay during the 70s when i mean you know 60s really cut started the women's lib you know era even though the 40s women were independent because of the war you know the men had gone off to fight only the men that couldn't go fight were left at home so a lot of women started working outside the home and, you know, doing different things and pursuing careers that were more manly. So they got a taste of it and realized, really, what do we need men for? And that sounds so, um, that's why I love the, uh, the, the sprinkle, sprinkle yes. woman. <laughs> When she speaks, it just gets me hyped. And I know she's a lesbian, and that's fine. Yeah. But everything that she says is just so on point. And these men just debate her and get so angry with her and upset. Yeah, they're and it's so upset. the funniest thing. Well, it sucks because there are, uh, during the 70s, when women started taking over more roles and uh, really started embracing their feminism. And then the 80s, you know, we had like 
Melanie Griffith and Working Woman where she showed she could do it. And, you know, even though you still had Harrison Ford was at the tip top, she wasn't allowed to be at the tip top. (laughs) But she, you You know, know, I've never seen that movie. Oh, well. Spoiler. You should watch it. (laughs) Yeah, spoiler. It's been several years. Uh, But she, there is a, there was a hum in a lot of men, in a lot of men, especially in the South. And I have not done any studies except just talking to people from behind the chair that I noticed who just like passive aggressively stopped working. And we're totally fine with their wife supporting the entire household, you know, or they wouldn't. Are you talking about men who just yeah, I'm talking their about, jobs? I'm talking about there were a lot of men who have had where women have had to support the whole household for them. There's a lot of men who have checked out and it's was a passive aggressive I mean they're still considered the man of the house you know they expect the wife to still do everything there is a there is a lot of people like that who are out here in relationships with men who are just at home living off the woman it's like well you want to be a woman's liber do it I'm saying that happened a lot of that so, which also happened to cause a lot of single households. If you're making all the money and the bills, are you going to stay with someone who well, I would think won't have not. the gumption to work or whatever? And so... Um, I would think if my husband came and told me, all right, I'm done. You're going to have to go make the money and pay all the bills. Okay. Uh, what are you going to do? Well, I'm going to stay here and take care of the house. Oh, just kidding. I'm going to lay around and watch TV all day. Oh, it's the promise. Yes, of, but they don't and ever then, do it. And then it doesn't work out. Okay. Yes. Okay. But start poll taking and find out how many, even young men today are at home playing video games, living with a well, person. Then we would have a problem with that. Yes, but there are a lot of people who don't, and I believe it's a, it is one of those passive-aggressive, misogynistic things that like to punish women for working, whereas the double-income household, they would have more and be okay, able to do more. That, I have to put myself in that situation and say, um, no, that's not going to happen. Well, after a while, you would. That's what I'm saying. Well, and there's a lot of men that feel this way, too. Why should I do all that for the woman in the house? If you're both working. That's the thing. It's it's about contribution in the household. It isn't necessarily about who's doing what job. But I'm just saying that that's what men are doing right now. They're flipping everything that they have They've been able to, it's like they've taken for granted everything that they've had privilege of to do that whole time. I'm going to maintain my stance that I think men are deep, deep down inside are very jealous of the fact that 
women give life and that women are the divine um, for whatever reason. But there's just something in there. They cannot create like women can. Now, granted, I know some women cannot. Some women are infertile. But men don't really think about it that way. They think that all women can do, can have babies. You know what I mean? Like they don't. Well, just in general, in general, you are built to be able to have a baby in general. Just how you, that's how when you came out of the womb that was able to have a baby, you right. contain all of the parts internally and externally to be I'm able saying that they have to a, carry a child. That they are jealous of that. So therefore, let's just squash women because we can't do that. When in all honesty, they are in the inferior sex. Because we constantly have to build them up in order to get them to do what we need them to do. I'm just speaking from experience. They're very (laughs) fragile. Yeah. I mean, if you're with somebody, the reason that I'm, we're pairing this with Barbie is the misogynist. Like, okay. And it wasn't a man that created Barbie. Ken came out. He, they go to real world and he gets a taste of how things are run <gasps> right in the, the respect in the world and how he's not just arm candy so the f- script is flipped on how women have been for men in- for centuries you know uh even if you're the power behind the throne it's there's always some man that they'll put above you whether it be a religious leader or a you know with the bloodline, whatever, you know? Yeah, I think that we've all, you know, come to the fact that we're really not going to get any kind of big power. You know what I mean? Like, the power that changes things. Well, unless we kill we them all off. we have that power. We've had it all along. It's just that it's always got to be veiled. And it's always got to be topping from the bottom. We never, we're never going to get the credit for the power that we I'm wield. talking about not the power that we have. I'm talking about the power to really change the world. I'm saying that a lot of change that's been made, it's because there is a female marionette handler to a man that's in power. There is a lot. There are a lot. There's a lot of power behind like, the, uh, the throne. Do you, Jenny Thomas to Clarence Thomas, maybe. I don't know. I mean, he's not. I mean, he's easily swayed by a lot of different things. Oh, the Bohemian Grove thing I sent you was talking about Clarence Thomas didn't want to get in drag this time. Yeah. At Bohemian Grove. Well, of course not, because <laughs> video surveillance is more prevalent, and I mean they've always had very. Small and he's going through a tough time right now. With you know, <sighs> yeah, taking money from quote friends. Yeah, they're all know. so damn. Yep, they're dirty. all crap. So yes, but the uh, 
So Ken goes back to Barbie's world and corrupts it by having, you know, treating women like bimbos. And, you know, they were all very smart and they start dumbing down. They're in this trance where now they're all, you know, like 50 times more dumb. The doctor is... The male gaze. They got all caught up. Yes. Is just, yes. So that was when the tears started. No. (laughs) But it's just like, holy damn hell, how long? And then, you know, America Ferrara. Isn't that her last name? America Ferrara? Yeah. Ferraro. Maybe. I don't remember if it's a A or O. Anyhow, I apologize that it's probably wrong, but she gives a very rousing speech that I'm sure you've seen because it's gone viral everywhere and been shared a million times on Facebook. And uh, I shared it myself on my Facebook because it is exactly what she says. You know, you are never, you can't ever win, really, like as a whole, you know. When you asked at the beginning of this episode, are you too old? Yeah, we are. Completely. It's sad. Gen Z's are already starting to feel too old. That's that's sad. But yeah, I mean, you know, we're just minutes away from being put on an iceberg. So it's, it's crazy. Oh, you act like ice is going to exist. Well, you know, <laughs> may or may not. Have Who you knows? been in this heat? Well, they're going to open the 10th gate. Or I thought it was the 11th gate. 11th gate. I mean, it's just I don't way know. too much to keep up with. There's so many gates. <laughs> I would love if it were like Stargate SG-1. I think it I've would be amazing <laughs> if we find out. I know you're not really a nerd enough sometimes, but I like that about mm-hmm. you too. Like I don't know as many pop culture references sometimes as you do and then i do know a bunch of the nerd nerd ones so i like it though it's what makes us us so anyway in stargates you did you not watch the movie no okay you need to i'm gonna tell you why (laughs) spoiler i'm not telling you anything i mean it's crazy it's an old movie yes james spader is in it and he is beautiful in this movie so you (sighs) need to watch that'll be worth yes worth watching yes is so, he a geek in the movie? Yes. Oh. He is. That's not the kind of James Spader I like. I but know, I, but you you will because he's <laughs> he's in a uniform. And you know what? They admit they that may be the reason why I have not watched that movie. Because I'm like, oh, if James Spader's wearing glasses, do I want to watch that? You are so superficial. <laughs> well, you know, you're old now and have to wear glasses yourself. So maybe you'll see it through a mature lens. Maybe. You because know? that was, when was that? Like 96 or something? It was in the 90s, yeah. But it yeah. didn't, listen, I, I like his yeah. voice. I will watch him read the phone book with glasses. I don't care. <laughs> I like his bloated James Spader. I'm going through like chemo and oh, black self. I love him. <laughs> you can't get me to not love James Spader. I don't, uh, you know. It's like everybody I'm more than Pee We got to talk about yes. Pee Wee. It's sad because I'm more in the character of Ooh, Pee-wee. But I read that. You kind of... I killed off was, Pee-wee a long time ago. There was know? a little uh, rawr going on between you and somebody else on Facebook about... 
I don't oh, think separate, anybody was separating the the art from the artist. I don't think people were. I don't think there was rah rah. I hope that it wasn't taken that way because I just saw their point about things and were asking about things, and I just gave the knowledge that I had at the time. Yeah. And so people like, was it vintage? I mean, if it was vintage photos from the 1800s, it was very acceptable back in those days for people to take photos of kids. I mean, humans have been monsters when it comes to children since the beginning of time. And I mean, in our country alone in the 30s, when the Great Depression was happening, people literally to keep their kids from starving would put their kids on trains that yeah. just ship them anywhere for anybody to pick up to do whatever the hell they wanted to with them. Yeah. If they were good people, then maybe they had them work in fields or whatever. But I don't feel like a whole lot of these people were good people, you know. But there were some shitty, shitty things that we have done as a society. But there was a time, yes, even in the Victorian age, maybe because they weren't all sexualizing children at the time. I don't know. Maybe they were. I didn't live then. But there were many, many photographs when the camera came in where instead of painting nudes, they were like, oh, we can just take this photo. I'm not saying it's okay. I'm not saying it's great. But, you know, when... What was the argument that they were saying that well, it I was mean, still... It was uh, still... My thing with Pee Wee Herman that I have the issue with Pee Wee is not him jerking off in a theater, in a porn theater. I also would wonder, like, what else were they supposed to do in the porn theater? I mean, it's I did kind wonder of about understood. that myself. Like, it was... It was him and three it other was guys because of Florida's indecency laws, and that you know you can't publicly right. ejaculate anywhere. So whatever. But I guess if they had not had their dicks out, and it was just if he was just breaching in his pants, it might have been different. But I don't know if they had their dicks out. Whatever. That it, was it's one also count. yeah. It's the an adult. Other thing yeah. that I find disturbing is the principal and Ferris Bueller yeah. and he were sharing images of underage kids. Now, how underage were they? I don't know. Were, Jerry, are you saying that these were the vintage photographs that they were? That is what the argument for Paul Rubens okay. was. But Jerry Jones was convicted of actually, Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Jones. Jeffrey. I'm sorry. Jeffrey Jones was convicted of actually taking photos of a 14-year-old boy. They said he never touched them, but he still took pictures of him. He had other pornography that they were sharing back and forth. They had over 70,000 images. Now, is it plausible that Paul Rubens had pornography from the 1800s they said it was only 30 years old so it wasn't 1800s but i don't know what he was in possession of himself that they got off of his electronics and what he had in actual print in his home but whatever it is he was able to plea out he said yeah i'm guilty of having this but i either didn't know that these images existed like he might have had like 20,000 images and 30 of them might have been of people underage and he didn't know because he didn't go through all this. I just bought this collection of porn. I didn't even look through it. Plausible deniability. I don't know. But the fact that the other one was also, and they both pled 
he pled out as well, but also had a register as a sex offender everywhere. You can look him up. He is, well, he's dead now, but he was registered yeah. as a sex offender. And um, so I, I'm sad for Pee Wee Herman, the character, to be dead, but I'm not just going to be like, oh, I'm so mourning over this. I mean, people are allowed to make mistakes and all that kind of stuff, but, you know, I mean... It's it's sad that the character, the art of Pee Wee Herman is great art. I hate for it to be sullied, but it is hard for me for everybody to be like, this person was so great when they weren't so great, you know? They and say so, then anybody Lewis Carroll, who, who Alice in Wonderland, I love some Alice in Wonderland, and they talk, you know, Back in uh, 2020, it was like the 150 anniversary of Alice in Wonderland. And I had a lot of time on my hands. So I did a lot of reading about that because I was like, is he a freaking pedophile? And the th this what I, my gist, this is what I feel after all the rabbit holes, all puns intended. I jumped down looking at this. I don't think he ever touched anybody, but I think he was attracted. Hey, Gail. Got, but he could have. I got I got something for you, okay? Hmm. I have a feeling that a big, big majority are all pedophiles. Yeah, that's you know maybe. Whether they just don't whether act on it. Right. Not and it's probably a uh, you know, kind of like a pedophilia spectrum. You know what I mean? Oh, like God. That's what a lot of people would like you to believe. Maybe. Like Oh, I've thought about it, but I've never acted on it. Or oh, I own I own this, but you know it's this is art. I, yeah, and where yeah. is it not art? I mean, yeah. you know, there's a lot of images, and but so we'll never know I those statistics that, because no, because you can't talk about you can't, it. Yeah, because if you do, you're automatically are just. People, of course, I don't know, you know, when you interview the neighbor of every single serial killer, <laughs> not every single one, because there's some that is just like, oh, yeah, I know he's a killer. <laughs> but a lot of the ones that are whew, unexpected, everybody is like, they were such a nice guy. So that's a hard thing to say, too. It is weird that he related better with children. I mean, he's had adult friends as well. Lewis Carroll, who I'm talking about, Alice in Wonderland. That's weird. It is weird that he took pictures of everybody, though. So he did have pictures of children. He had not hundreds and hundreds of pictures, you know, and they were in different things. Like you pose as a ragamuffin and you pose as a whatever and whatever. So I don't know. But he also did a lot of adults. There were hundreds and hundreds of images of everyday people adults whatever so it wasn't all just only kids you know what I mean but he didn't like little boys very much at all like he thought boys were horrible people because they are well, except for my grandson he just really he was just like blah and so he related better to girls one of the people on the that was arguing not arguing with me but told me what they thought about him was like Alice the story of Alice was a psychosis of the rape of the girl. And that is not at all what happened. Um, it's recorded over and over again because Alice, 
herself told the story and was the inspiration to write it down because she was so excited that it had her name in it, you know, and I remember being excited when anything had my name in it, you know, I'm still excited when something has my name in it, you know, a little bit, a character, you know, I guess you're probably not Jennifer's are everywhere. They are. So, but uh, that made her feel special, which is also a head nod toward, yeah, maybe he's a pedophile. I think that he developed a romantic relationship with Alice, but I don't think that he acted on it like, but maybe he didn't. That's sad, but she never told anybody if that's the case. Like from, from journals, from her granddaughter and everything. And the thing that I think, uh, I mean, I think that there is something there because he had a diary and pages are missing from the diary. So he either confessed his thoughts about it and the family is like, we can't let this happen. Get out. He didn't, you know, like no harm, no foul. Nothing was really done. Like Alice is not, has no idea, but I think that when he died, the family stumbled across and they ripped that out of the diary. But I don't think it was acted on. Does that make sense? Yeah. You could do a whole episode on that. Yeah, probably. Because I don't know shit about Lewis Carroll or Alice in Wonderland. It's not one of my favorites. Well, and he could have been, you know, slightly on the um, autism spectrum or whatever. You are kind of negative, but that's cool. I mean, I liked Alice just because it was impossible. Everything was upside down and it was interesting. But it was written by an English man in the 1800s. I'm just kind of over, I'm over men right now, and I'm just over their bullshit, and it might be too much TikTok, it really might be, or it might be just living in my house right now, Um, but I'm really just tired. Okay, you know, yes, it has been, I am spoiled rotten. And then, the stupid fuck gynecologist calls my daughter fat, and it just flew all over me, because, okay, Losing weight will help That's, you with a lot of things, but it is not the be-all, end-all. And it doesn't mean that there is something that it's going to solve all your problems. If where you're having I'm issues with that is, okay, you're a doctor. And apparently, you're, you know, you're a male in your 60s and you've already got it rough because everybody's on you right now. Because you're some straight, white man but for you to be so insensitive to look at a a woman who's clearly suffering and just had a baby just had a baby and has new, a baby new mother with special needs on right. top of that right so and number one do you not think she fucking knows that she tells she knows that she's fat Good Does God. she not I think know. that she tells herself that every day? I'm trying to save my child, you know, from doing something drastic. And then I've got this stupid fuck coming in and calling her fat. When I called her, you know, we usually video chat, bawling. And I said, what's wrong? Mom, just let me call you back later. And I was like, oh, well, shit. What's wrong? I'll have to call you back later. And calls me back and you know, I'm thinking the worst, something's wrong, she just can't tell me yet or don't have the words for it, but it was because something is trivial, and it's not trivial to her, mm-hmm. but it would be to this doctor, 
that he called her fat and told her that if she would lose weight, all her problems would be solved. I'm sorry. How long did you fucking go to medical school? How long have you been in practice? I already know the answers to these questions. He uh, graduated from George Washington University in 1983 and took up residency at the same university in 1985. So he's been doing this shit for over 40 years. Yeah. Have you not learned anything? Are you just wanting to retire and you're just like, fuck it. I don't care. You know, I'm about to retire. I'm going to say anything the fuck I want. Mm -hmm. Is it about, is it about helping your fellow human being? it is not at all. It's not at all. And that's the thing. It's always been about money. And so, yeah, it's sad because she's on assisted health care and she's going to get terrible health care until she takes her power and says, I'm looking everywhere for a new gynecologist, you know, but it sucks because I think that they need to. And another get thing out. is she, she needs to go to a female. Well, I mean, if she sometimes can, they're kind of shitty too. It's true. They're all shitty. All of this is doctors in general. They're all going to say whatever your underlying problem is, your weight, it's your weight, it's your weight, it's your weight. And you got to say, and you know what? She, she lost the weight. She was well under 150 pounds before she had. Yes. Theodore, you know, and, and another thing, it's genetic. She comes from a long line of fat people. It doesn't freaking matter. You can be skinny and have, you know, polycystic ovary disease. You can be skinny and have a twisted fallopian tube. You can be skinny and have severe endometriosis. It doesn't fucking matter. If you're fat and your fallopian tube is twisted, you're going to have a lot of fucking pain. If you're fat and you have cysts all over your ovaries, which also can cause crinkling in your fallopian tubes or whatever, you are also going to have a lot of issues. She had a baby and has not felt right since she had the damn baby. Because the last one left the fucking placenta in her. And so she may still have residual issues from Mm. that. So you can't just sit there and say, oh, you're fat. I'm not giving you any test. She needs to say, I need more test. I'm going to make another appointment. I need you to give me a CAT scan, an ultrasound, whatever it is you need to do to look at the inside of that's my what body. She, that's what she just had. She just had that. and Which they they, scan? they said that they took a fibroid out but they didn't find anything else so they went in and looked at her while they were inside yes yeah okay it's a surgery that it's like a day thing that you Mm -hmm. have to be put asleep for and yeah so she did that yes they did they ultrasound her as well yes and that's when it that's when he said you know good news nothing's we didn't find anything but that's also bad news because we didn't find anything and we don't know what's wrong okay. but you're fat so lose and if weight you like, yeah. and see that's probably yeah. all the issue lose, yeah and it's it's infuriating for me this is why i don't go this is why i don't 
listen to them. Yeah, it might be to my uh, detriment. I might kill over tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time with doctors in general because my mother went all the time. It's my own psychological thing. I mean, even talking about lottery, like, oh, what if I win the lottery, you know, and, and Bill, because of his health care thing, he's like, yeah, I just want my health. I want to go to whoever I need to go to, whether I have to pay and say, give me a full MRI and see what's wrong with me, you know, whatever. But we found it doesn't even matter how much money you have with our healthcare system. I I want to win enough money to buy my own MRI machine because apparently <laughs> it doesn't even matter because even if you can pay for it right out of your pocket, you, you they might not schedule you for one. So whatever. Like, but he's all about his health and I'm just like, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. I mean, God, you know. so what do you do about that? Because you definitely don't want the government. I mean, the government's already taking it over with with what they do. But you don't necessarily want the government to be in charge of it. But you have to have quality health care. There has to be some kind of regulations in there somewhere. Yes. I... So what do you do? Well, but, what sucks is until, well, <laughs> until A, if we can restructure, there are a lot of good things about our constitution, a lot of good things about the idea of how the government is supposed to run. However, there is a lot of corruption within our government where they do not, they're not good stewards of our money. And we talk about this, we too. talk about this all of the time. And yes, term limits. I I thought we had term limits I originally. We did Didn't we vote the? If we can vote to remove term limits, we can definitely vote to put some in. I think, but you're not going to get the politicians to change whether they're going to be able to be in office or not. You know what I mean? And same with the Supreme Court judge. They shouldn't be on the Supreme Court for life. That's insane. And so. You know, there are things that need to be changed and restructured. If we could get somebody like as our treasurer or, you know, who is truly keeping each individual branch accountable for their spending, you know, if there were some people who would actually do that. And also, I think that as a politician that is a civic duty and that you should not be paid an exorbitant salary nor should you be able to make money while you're sitting in that chair a I think it would definitely make you want to evacuate that chair as quickly as possible help enhancing term limits but if you're very passionate about making sure that the government is running well and that um, they're good stewards of the American people's money and that the American people are taken care of by what they have, that's, I mean, that would be one way. But that's just a pipe dream. You can't trust anybody at the same reason that you can't trust the new business partner to do the right thing. And for you to ignore the finances, you know, if we actually got around and said, you know, we're going to do a Patreon, 
even if I was like, you know, Brandy, you're so much better with numbers. I, you know, you keep right. the yeah. account or whatever. I would want to see a monthly statement of that right. account. Yeah. And it's not that I don't trust you. It's just we both need that paperwork, you know? So that way it can be like, hey, uh, we're getting this much merch. We're investing so this. In so that big we can theory, see what you're saying is accountability's out the window and it's just it's been out it's the window everybody forever. Fuck for themselves. And and it Yes. And the disparity and fairness. And then finding out, you know, because we haven't been vigilant with things like that, redlining has been able to go on. People that, you know, um live in certain neighborhoods no matter what their color is, just because they have this address automatically, nope, denied for things. A lot of it's assuming that they might be a color they don't care for, but a lot of it is just because they're poor. You know, let's keep the poor poorer and we'll just keep getting money and making money and whatever. And rich people don't have to worry about health care, you know. Uh, I noticed, like, how about things you know, like if a business that the government owns isn't running as well, sell that off, you know, and why can't the government, all these shopping malls that are empty and things like that, why can't they run a clinic out of there that people pay? Oh my God, Gail, who's going to pay for it? Wellness. We already have the, the Ukraine money. needs money. Correct. Right. <laughs> Right? This is, you know, they this need like been, billions of dollars been, right now. This has been my, yes, Ugh. it's so annoying. All right. So we have to but talk you're about a something terrible else because. humanitarian because, <laughs> you know, you care about your people here in America. Well, you said so yourself. You know, you can only just tend to your own garden and just the grow and just your grow community. your own community. That's all you can do. And that's the just, only power that we truly have. You can try to put people that are more accountable. I mean, you could, and we could, as people, I organize. Think the only way they're gonna, we're gonna achieve that though is through force. It's which, not gonna be through vote. Well, you can't yeah. even, you know, have a lazy insurrection without it being a, <laughs> a thing. So, you know, that didn't work. But while, while we're talking about women in power, what about Lizzo? I just, I just caught Winnipeg's story last night at like 1130. So I woke I'm up to that way behind Yeah, I just woke up to the notification and I saw your TikTok and I was like, oh, we definitely need to talk about this. <laughs> because holy moly, Lizzo sexually harassing people you know well it's they're suing her along with members of her team so yes. it's kind of unclear um if she personally was sexually harassing people or if it was like part of the Just team the team what i get from it's this one woman named shirley quigley mm. who is a I don't know what she is, but apparently she told the dancers she has simulated oral sex with a banana. She um, gives new meaning to quickly down under, doesn't she? It was a good show. Mm -hmm. Or movie. Was it a movie? It was a movie. Yeah. 
Tom Selleck. Mm. All right, off track. Um, I haven't read that much about it other than uh, the simulation with the banana, her mm. simulating oral sex with a banana. She found out that someone was a virgin and Fixated really on that yes but what isn't she all jesus all the time yes what's happening with the perv church you know i just hmm. it's abstinence you know if you tell people that they can't do something they're gonna fucking do it yeah and with the so, vengeance as yeah. well so why you know they're gonna do it anyway why not just do it and feel good about doing it instead of feeling shame for mm-hmm. it i'm tired of the way they're sexualizing just everything everything yeah is about it's sex gross. even it if it's is... about sex it must be from the devil that's i know it's super gross that that's all they're doing i mean you know did you send you the one where the woman's in the grocery store and she asked she heard two men talking about how their women should call them master and how all women should call them master. And his excuse was, he said that he was an Israelite and that was the way that things were done in their country. Not in, not, not in your country, but this is the way things are done in our country. So he is a Jew? An Israelite? It's what he said. Hmm. Yeah. That I'll have to send it very, to you. Yeah, I have to. But yeah, but that doesn't sound right, but maybe. But she asked him, just very politely, she goes, I'm sorry, I overheard you talking about this. And, you know, were you saying that all women need to call men masters? And he goes, in, I, just in our country, I'm an Israelite, just in our country, we do things different. You know, and yes, women should call us master. And she goes, but why should they call you master? And he he wasn't answering the question. Mm-hmm. So fast forward to her getting in her car, okay? <laughs> he is outside her window going, go devil, go, go devil. And she's like, okay, um, you know, now I'm not talking to you anymore. It's fine. <laughs> but him saying, get away, devil, get away. All because she asked that very, very simple question. They can't, just the sensitivity of it really boggles my mind. Anyway, <laughs> Lizzo. Yeah, I'm going to be sad. What's wild is Beyonce uh, left her name out of when she has a song that she calls out all the queens. And so... Uh, she had honored Lizzo previously during her concerts with having her in there as queens that made a difference, you know. Mm-hmm. And now she was canceled by Bay, and they, like, she lifted Erica Badu, like she mentioned her four times, whereas she left out Lizzo, and so it was very interesting, <laughs> ritualistic. So. Is Queen Bay going to take the height of her? What happened? Did she orchestrate this for Lizzo? Was Lizzo getting too big for her britches? No pun intended. In your words, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I'm just making up conspiracy crap. 
There's a lot of conspiracy about Beyonce and witchcraft and Jay-Z and the Illuminati, and I'm here for all of it, so... <laughs> I love it. And I'm sitting here going, you know, I just want my friends to have like a place to live. Right? <laughs> yes. An affordable place a, to an live. An affordable place to live. Did you, I mean, can you believe that that company bought the apartment complex here and doubled the rent? Yeah, I, I saw that. The rent that was $900, yeah. they doubled it to $1,800. Like mm -hmm. who that was living and uh, paying 900 a month is how are they going to be able to afford double? I mean, maybe one person that's living there what might are be able to. to do? But like, I mean, I don't understand. I, well, because I guess they want to. I don't know who they think they're going to get in there. We went to uh, Simply 10 the other day and uh, Charlotte and I and, you know, precocious five year old child says, why is that man sleeping on the street? Mm hmm. I don't have an answer for her. Yeah. You know, what's going to happen when it's people who are really, really close to us that are out on the street and don't have anywhere to live? You know, I'm um, talking to Jocelyn the other day. I just realized how many trans kids get kicked out of their parents' house. Yeah, immediately. And have nowhere to go. Yeah, and that's what and the yeah, Pride can, Center's heart yeah, was. And they work, you know, they work the job, the 40-hour week job, mm -hmm. maybe at, you know, a fast food place or something. So they're, it isn't like they're not working. Mm -hmm. But, and then we have friends close to us that are just like, I don't know if I'm going to have a place to live. That's why I want to just win the lottery so that I can <laughs> at least well, yeah, buy my friends places to live. To Wouldn't that be nice? Or have them renovate things or things like shopping malls that are sitting care. open. I'm honestly like, saying. I don't understand. I would be why. poor after I win the lottery. I, I know. don't understand why our city and state can't utilize these properties that they've been in foreclosure why they can't uh make provision for people even if it's temporary housing you know i don't they do have some there is some here but it's obviously not enough that's how they do it in finland no I can't remember if Finland is a socialist company, uh, country. I think it is. But their whole thing is you have to give them housing first so that they can work on yes. everything else. Correct. If people a know that. to live. Yeah. If people know that they have a safe place. Yes. To live. What about some of these hotels that have gone under? Why can't the state of Tennessee purchase one? You know what I mean? Like all these towns. Why can't you purchase one? And if you have to, you have roommates. Yeah. Yeah, it's small. Yeah, it sucks. It's people are living in tiny homes or whatever. But even if it's a one bedroom thing with a hot plate, why can't they do that? And they could still pay. You would still make some money off of it as the state. You know, but why can't you just... 
a hotel. It's one utility bill. It's one water bill with a bunch of different rooms. You know? That's a question for your uh, state representative. Yeah. I mean, uh, people that fundraise and things like that, like if we really care about doing that, then that's the kind of things that we need to do. We need to look at properties that, you know, are for sale that is like a hotel and see what we can do with that. But you've got to get some kind of commitment to help run it because, you know, people, it's hard to just donate and commit to donate. You know, you're trying to take care of whoever, but like, that was a vision for Knox Pride and part of what they, why they started to start with because of the insane amount of kids that are either kicked out or age out of foster care. Or they're kicked out of their homes with nowhere to go and they're on the freaking street. Right now, since it's summer, they've been trying to pay their rent, but I did get some really good news about them yesterday so there are good things coming ahead oh that i'll cut this out pride fest is completely paid for nice that he raised seventy five thousand dollars that's awesome yeah who raised it not just not pride just everything yeah that they've been doing that's been going on john works very very hard i'm yeah so proud of him because when i first met him i was like god this dude is an asshole when I first just met him. a Capricorn <laughs> many 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 years ago and he didn't like me either but now we absolutely love each other well yeah I mean you definitely yeah. worked hard enough to get in those good graces I mean their pantry was getting low and I was like what do you need mm-hmm. well this is what usually goes out first you know pop tarts uh, mac and cheese and mm-hmm. stuff like that and I said okay so I spent $50 of my tip money went and got yeah but look how much more money you make back. every time you do this well I'll get it back that's what I was telling Danny mm-hmm. I'm gonna get it back yeah I don't Bill <laughs> doesn't even question me you know yeah. I, I give to a lot of independent yeah. things I don't tell people what I do a lot of you know and there's no need to and um, I just know how hard even just volunteering you work for pride. And I feel guilty about not dropping all those clothes off right now. I don't think I'm going to sell the clothes. He did ask me about you and asked about that. So, yes. I mean, you're welcome to, to yeah. take them there. Yeah, I'm going to. I mean, I have them. They're all right here, bagged up, ready to roll. And especially with school starting. I just now thought about that. There might be some people that need some things and they're nice clothes you know but and they're getting ready to have a market and open up the the thriftique for back to school so that would be good yeah well maybe i can do it on my way to work tomorrow it's like i'd have to make a big circle but it'd be fine not a big problem we're gonna have to wrap this up because i need to go home yeah you gotta get get ready. ready And we just went off on a tangent. Anyway, of course, as we always do. We definitely want you to donate to the Pride Center if you can. Uh, to wrap up Lizzo, girls are assholes too. We hate, mm-hmm. you know, we don't hate men. I've been accused of being a misandrist <laughs> a lot lately. It's not that it's, there are good men. Uh, I think when you're young, you really 
dig that pheromone of a very alpha vibe because they're strong and virile. You know, it's just hard lately to find that combination of somebody that has that vibe, but also has a tender heart, Mm -hmm. you know. So, but as you get older, and now that I'm in the crone stage, I much prefer a beta male as to an alpha male. And it's because they do get the goddess issue. Bill is not a beta male. However, him being sick has put him more in that position. But he's always been super good to me because he's, you know, he was raised by his mom and as an only child in a two-parent home. And so it was, you just have these chores and both his parents work. So, you know, if the dishes need to be doing, you just do them, you know. Now does... Is he good about everything else? No, but he also doesn't bitch at me when I don't do it. Like, that's that's a lot as well. So I am very grateful that I get to spend out my crone days with a man who gets me and who is a nice balance and is not. I love mine too. He's he's just a hard working man. Well, I mean, that's the thing because he is. You and know. he was raised completely different. Yes, yes, and not and not not good. in a good way. No, and you know, back when I did the church thing, I mean, my ex husband was all about a submissive woman, and you know, he's the head of the household. And mm-hmm. even when he made dumbass decisions, you know, I would later get. Uh, you know, it would be my fault because I didn't stop him from making the dumbass decisions, even though he's the head of the household. And <laughs> so it's always our fault. I mean, yes, it it's, is. It's a joke now in my house. Yeah, it is. I, just, I know this is my fault, but <laughs> you didn't do this. <laughs> yes, I didn't specifically give you a handwritten invitation. I think that's why I started making cards. So I could literally so you make could literally a will you make me some so that I can just handwritten invitation will you like pre-fill them in. So all I have to do is just hand yes the card over because I'm my life is very very busy right now. Here's a handwritten invitation. If you notice that there are dishes in the dishwasher, or do you have a dishwasher do, that you use? I do not. Okay, so they have to it's actually broken. be after I've it's been eleven years, and uh, I'm gonna get you a new one. Okay, so I'm going to make you an invitation, and I think I have some gears and maybe some plumbing Here's things. the thing, though. In order to get the new dishwasher, you have to have new cabinets because the, the uh, I'm sorry, new countertops, okay, because the countertop, you know, sags right there. But in order to get new countertops, you got to get new cabinets, okay? So it, it's a process. This is... This is what I've this been told. is so weird because our dishwasher went out a few years ago. <laughs> and you got you went and to this. I would have loved to have had updated <laughs> cabinets, you know, and <laughs> countertops because I mean, mine are so old that they're back in style again, you know, the Formica countertops. And wow. I have the same Formica. And we were able to go to this magical place called Lowe's. <gasps> I've heard of those. They also have like things called um oh what is it? 
Oh, Home Depot. Yes, yes, yes. Some of them, if you're in construction, you might even have an account at. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we went. It was wild. We picked it out. Um, oh my, did you get it the same day? We did not because we had oh. it delivered and installed and they were a little behind on the order. Um, so they came, it was like within a day or two. But let's say, let's say your husband's a paid, plumber. We paid a little extra. If your husband is a plumber and, and I could probably and go and I could probably get one the next, I could probably pick it up off the. The, yes. Oh, well, if yeah. they were in stock, if they were in stock, sure. And you had like a truck or maybe they could put it in your vehicle for you. Wow. Uh, and then he could actually put it in there. Yeah. But I mean, me. if, yeah, if even if you had a plumber and you still wanted to save then the hassle of delivering it, you could just pay a few dollars and they'll bring it to the house. No for you way. And put it inside. You don't have to have them pay to install. But wow. if you have a, uh, a spouse or a brother or somebody who knows how to do plumbing and hook it up uh, because um, we have a couple handy guys, handymen that are pretty good with stuff like that. And, uh, you know, it's pretty simple, really. If you've already had one there, you could, you probably could install it. It's just fitting it into the hole. Yeah. So it's weird because if you do these and things. They never have trouble with fitting things like, in holes. Well, I mean, they do, but you can sometimes measure they, twice and yeah. buy once. So you could measure the actual size of. Wow. You have just opened of my The eyes dishwasher. Today. And you could go and actually purchase. Oh, my gosh. You could even look at how many cubic feet. Probably if you open the door and look on the side of the door, there's probably a little plate that'll tell you all about the dishwasher that you have already that fits in that little cubby. And you don't think that I have to get a new countertop? I don't think. I mean, I think that that would be a bonus. Yeah. But if you just wanted to make your life easier for a while, I bet you could get a, just get the dishwasher. Wow. And installed in I'm there. I'm going to look into that. I mean, my stove, my double stove that I have that was built in with this house in 1963, uh, it went out and it was so wild because I opened up the stove and I got the little model number off and I went onto the interwebs and I found this heating element and I asked daddy, hey, daddy, will you order this heating element? And he goes, yes, I will. And so I ordered it and I was like, I could put this in. He goes, no, you don't have to. We'll hire our friends. D and K <laughs> handyman, who I highly recommend when they're not super. Right now is a really busy time it for is. them. They're trying to make a but, movie. <laughs> yes, they are coming to do some work for us on Friday. But within moments, they popped it in. No, I bet, I bet, if you just said, hey, I invite you to purchase this dishwasher for me, you know, I bet we could get the handy guys to pop it in there for you I bet for we a could. small fee. I bet we could. And I would love to see how long it takes 
before they even notice. Yes. But yet your life would be easier. So why? Like, this is what I want for you, my friend. It was a new moon last night. It so was. I have, I, I have manifest. And I am on one with the And it was the first energy of the month. that I have. So yes. I am blowing cinnamon in the door. I am asking oh, yeah, for abundance. Oh, yeah, did all that. I did not everywhere. blow cinnamon in the door because I just believe I'm, I am, I am manifesting, in abundance. Manifesting, manifesting, manifesting. Me too. You need to manifest yourself a new dishwasher and make your life easier. And... It, whether you do it, pay someone to do it, it will it will break his heart a little bit, but it will also he'll either never let that happen again, or you'll know where you stand and you'll just hire it done from there on out. <laughs> so I know that that's hard. It's hard, but when I was married to my ex, the only way I could get anything done is if I started doing it myself. I, sometimes I could, if I wanted anything done, automatically I'd have to ask for it and expect it two weeks later. And it would end up being his idea two weeks later. But I'd have to start planting the seed two weeks so I could never get anything done immediately. And then if it wasn't done and I wanted it done immediately, all I had to do was start doing it. But by doing that, I learned I can install a ceiling fan all by myself. I don't have to anymore because Bill will pay another person to do it. And if I can help support friends of mine, I'm going right. to have them do it. See, I think that's, people would say that that's beta, but I say that's very, very alpha. That he's paying for things to be done? Yeah, that he's just taking care of business. You know what I mean? Yeah, because he uses his brain and not necessarily <laughs> his body. I do things for me so that I don't have to deal with other stuff. Yeah. What do you got coming up? Uh, I have uh, shows coming up in Newport, and I haven't really been booking a lot of shows. I mean, things will happen. Turn. I have Turn Club at the end of the month. I have... um, I'll be helping with the Don't Tell shows. I have the Dungeon Show coming up in September, and then I'm going to start doing those pretty regular so you know but I have gone back to doing hair I'm back I'm in the rabbit hole and it is a hole in the wall I um for me this is more like being with the devil you know rather than the devil you don't know I don't want to go somewhere like Whitney Evans beauty I love beautiful nice salons like that but I don't want to deal with that I would rather be in the eclectic they accept everybody, you know, I mean, yeah. they're all a little different. We're all a little weird there. I like that it's like the monsters kind of where, where everybody has their own vibe and do their own thing, but you can trust everybody. Plus, everybody is cool. Like if I need something, you know, and uh, they have it, I'm welcome to use it. If I have something, you know, and they need it, they're welcome to use it everybody's pretty cool about being fair about all that. So it's nice to have a team of people, even though we're all independent and we're independent contractors, but I truly love doing hair. I love making people feel good about themselves. I love, you know, I'm really starting to realize how many people really miss me. 
because well, yeah. I was out three years. I didn't really realize. So there were just a couple people that I would do here at the house. And I know all those people are so sad that they no longer get to use the <laughs> lovely office chair plastic shampoo bowl with the shower massage back in uh, my I know. personal bathroom. I know. I miss it. I know. It's so hard. But <laughs> other than that, I like that I have more light. I like that I'm using really good products. I'm, you know. I still don't charge what I'm worth, but honestly, a lot of people couldn't afford me if I did charge exactly what I was worth. I know that sounds a little, you know, probably too much because I'm definitely not perfect, but I've been I around know, a but long what if we times. told people, what have we told our guests on here? About what? To charge, charge, what you, charge your worth? I know. I Here's the thing. I am going to be reasonable, still charge what I'm worth. I mean, it's not in my opinion, cheap, but it's also not the most expensive, you know? Yeah. But uh, I really just want people to feel pretty and their hair not be fried and them have, you know, an enjoyable time and feel comfortable about coming and getting their hair done. You know, I'd rather charge a reasonable price and have people come to me more often than come to me once a year because they can't afford it until they get their income tax or a big windfall at Christmas, you know? So try to make it affordable so people can come more, but it's also not, you know, cheap or whatever. But I've, I'm so happy because over the three years I've really, because I've missed being in the salon, I'm like on time, even though I've padded everything with the with the white rabbit of I'm late, I'm late, I'm late. So, you know, being over the pandemic and over the last three years, I really learned to restructure my thinking and focusing my ADD and learning tools to get out the door and be gone, you know, and be on time. It was easy when they were coming to the house because I was here. You know what I mean? So Yeah. All right. My narcolepsy's kicking in. All right. Well, <laughs> and we're in a darkened room. <laughs> the evil one doesn't like the light. <laughs> so. <laughs> she's near you. You've become a creature of the night. All of your drag shows yeah, are late at night. It's so awful. now you're it's just My sleep like, sucks. You can't look, look at the daylight. I, I have to have like lights. a nap between like three and five o'clock. It's crazy. Oh, you're late. I know, right? Yeah, you're only gonna get like thirty minutes. All right, come follow us. Gavin Girl Time everywhere. Yes. Send us an email. Gavin Girl Time at gmail.com. Us to talk about our current events. <laughs> we appreciate you and we love you. We do. We thank you so much for listening to Gavin Girl Time. Gabin, girl time, Gabin, girl time. It's about that time. It's a Barbie world. I'm a Barbie girl. Chopping men's wieners off every chance. No, I don't know. Girl power. <laughs>